0: This is Autoline Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. You know, there's a lot of doom and gloom in the media these days, but here is a bright spot. Sales of new cars in the U.S. are looking stronger. Ward's Intelligence reports that the SAR, or the annualized rate for July, suggests that sales could come in at 14.1 million vehicles for the year. That would be a million units higher than the SAR was in June and nearly two million higher than it was in May. Wards forecast that automakers will sell nearly 1.2 million vehicles this month compared to 1.4 million a year ago. But because there's an extra selling day in July this year, on a daily selling rate basis, the market will be down nearly 18%. Say, is Tesla going to make a van? Sure sounds that way. On an earnings call this week, Elon Musk said that Tesla will build, and I quote here, a higher capacity passenger vehicle. That sure sounds like a van to us. Earlier reports suggest it could be a van that would be used by the boring company for transporting people into underground tunnels. Musk also confirmed that Tesla is going to come out with a compact vehicle, meaning it would be smaller than the Model 3 or Model Y. That sure puts Tesla on track to becoming a full-line manufacturer. It'll have eight different models, including three different passenger sedans, two crossovers, a pickup truck, a semi-truck, and a sports car. Speaking of Tesla, it is suing Rivian. Tesla claims that Rivian poached some of its employees and actually encouraged them to share intellectual property with it. It's not clear yet what secrets Tesla thinks Rivian stole, but of course, Rivian completely denies any of these charges. Of Rivian's roughly 2,300 employees, Tesla claims 178 of them are its former employees. By the way, Rivian also stole a good chunk of designers from the Jeep studio.
1: Engineer from anywhere. Perform tests from your office, lab, or living room. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, we have you covered. Our hardware and software is trusted all over the world. Global Company, headquartered in Troy, Michigan. Intrepid Control Systems.
0: Diamond stitching on leather seats and door panels has long been a sign of luxury, but with so many automakers using it these days, it's not that unique anymore. And since true luxury brands are all about uniqueness, Bentley came up with a new way to use the diamond pattern. It's now making wood inserts for the rear doors on the flying spur that are carved with a 3D diamond pattern. The inserts are made from a single piece of wood, which is either American walnut or cherry, that is first machined with a multi-axis router and then finished by hand. Bentley pioneered the look on a concept vehicle in 2015 and said it was so well-received that it decided it had to put it into production. You know, I think it's safe to say we all love manual transmissions here. And while they generate a lot of buzz in the media, manuals actually make up a very small percentage of the overall market. And now we're seeing two more casualties. The Jeep Compass is dropping its manual which is not that big of a surprise, but Genesis is dropping it on the G70. And that one is a bit more shocking because Genesis had bragged that the G70 manual would really appeal to enthusiasts. But with a very low take rate, even Genesis decided it had to throw in the towel. And wow, we were stunned by how many of you responded to our story about paddle shifters. And we were not only stunned by the amount of comments you left, but also by how many of you actually use paddle shifters. The most common scenarios you reported for using the paddles were for downshifting when coming down a big hill or from those times when you needed to zip through traffic. Of course, we probably shouldn't have been surprised at all. We know that most out-of-line viewers are true enthusiasts.
1: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game.
0: On AutoLine After Hours yesterday, we had Mark Dickens, the chief engineer of GM Defense on the program. He told us about the ISV, or Infantry Squad Vehicle, that they just developed for the U.S. Army, and how they won the contract to make it. Take a look.
1: It was, uh, um, I'm going to say a year and a half ago that we we read about the, the program in FedBiz at the time as to, you know, the look for, you know, uh, the need for a nine passenger vehicle that's unarmored, that's, you know, can carry soldiers in and out of battle fast. And uh, we were working at the same time on, or I had a responsibility for the ZR2 uh, Colorado and the, the ZR2 Bison, and also the Besson Desert Race Program. And we we saw the requirements and thought, wow, what a direct fit of all of this, all of these parts and pieces that are commercial off-the-shelf parts and put together a proposal. We had essentially from the time we started to actually delivering our bid sample to the army for testing was 18 weeks. And that's from putting the pencils to the ground and, and as you see the the pictures of the vehicle, the body and the seating arrangement, there's nothing uh Colorado Zero two about that. So um, the team pulled off a big win there and delivered our bid sample, our first prototype to the Army. Um, and they, they evaluated, I want to say, maybe five or six uh, manufacturers at that time. And then we were selected as one of three um, companies to go forward to prototype. And the prototype phase, they, based, they asked for two vehicles that were production representative. And we delivered two vehicles to them. And those went through an entire battery of testing, soldier touch points, feedback from soldiers, and and I will say really excitingly that the Army has put a huge em- emphasis on the soldiers' feedback on these. Less, I mean, price is important, but they you know they're making certain that they get products in the soldiers' hands that are going to actually keep them safe, get them in and out of battle fast. So you know that those reviews and, the, and all that evaluations went really well for us put in our bid package for price and how we would deliver the vehicles and just a couple weeks ago we were selected to be the sole source for the production.
0: Mark Dickens is a real gearhead and racer and if you'd like to learn more about what he had to say about the ISV you can watch that entire episode right now on our website or our YouTube channel. You know it's been a while since we've reported anything about local motors. You'll remember, that's the company that 3D prints its vehicles, notably the electric autonomous shuttle called OLLI. Well, Local Motors teamed up with Beep, a mobility provider out of Florida. Local will provide Beep with its OLLI 2.0, which will be deployed in geofenced fixed-route environments. The two companies will also work to expand the usable area for vehicles like OLLI. But no word yet on when we're going to see them. in the real world. Daimler was struggling even before the pandemic hit, and that only added to its woes. It just reported it sold just under 542,000 passenger cars and commercial vehicles for the second quarter. That's a 34% drop from a year ago. It generated over 30 billion euros in revenue, but that's about 30% less. It posted an adjusted EBIT, a negative 708 million euros, and it recorded a net loss of 1.9 billion euros. Daimler says it's seeing signs of economic recovery and that if that continues and there are not any other major COVID outbreaks in its key markets, it expects to make an operating profit for the year. However, Bloomberg reports that Daimler could end up cutting as many as 20,000 jobs and maybe as much as 30,000. Are autonomous vehicles years away from reality? That's what a lot of people think. But too simple, a startup developing level four autonomous technology for semi-trucks already has trucks on the road, shipping freight in Arizona and Texas, operating on both highways and surface streets. For now, the trucks have a safety driver on board, but next year it plans to do a demo without a driver and by 2024, it plans to take its operations nationwide. It recently signed a deal with Navistar to develop autonomous trucks, which will arrive in 2024, and you'll be able to purchase them through Navistar's sales network. It's also working with Penske Truck Leasing for maintenance and roadside assistance. Since the trucks will not have drivers, Penske will rely on connectivity to monitor the vehicles and use the data collected to determine why a truck went to a service center or why it broke down on the road. Penske wants to better understand what the differences are between repairing autonomous trucks and regular ones. And that's going to be critical because Too Simple plans to operate its trucks 24-7. So there you go. Autonomy is already on the road. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend.